Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's way. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, somebody got to give me a yeah. Like, what's up? Yeah, oh, got Justin on delay over there. All right, it's Friday night. We're feeling all right. It's TGIF with TSS tonight. We got some great guests in the building. Play some fantasy feud. We got our breakdown. We got Homer picks. We got DFS lineups. Let's get it started. Welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey, welcome in, TSS people. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, because we got the San, or Santa Jester sack waiting for you. Got some cool goodies in there. And then, of course, hit that notifications bell, because you know you want to get notified for our wake-up show, where we are going to be giving you our picks for the week. That's absolutely right. Don't forget to wake up with us on Sunday. Let's also welcome into the studio, Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Yes, hello and welcome. And it is a Friday night. And where else would you rather be than sitting in front of your computer with us? <laughs> or maybe anyway, TV, Nick. Almost anywhere. <laughs> Unless you're straight male with a female. I don't know where else you'd rather be. But hey, uh, yeah, so we got going on. We're going to talk about some uh, fancy football. This is the only show where we actually get chastised for uh, talking baseball. Um, Jordan, <laughs> welcome. Uh, that's actually TSS, not TSF. I don't. You need to switch up your your lettering in the in the background. And while uh, while you're chuckling off at my corny dad jokes, hey, listen up. Uh, go to underdog.com. Put in. This put in the code TSS and we're gonna double your deposit of twenty five dollars up to a hundred bucks and you're gonna win some straight cash, homie. Nick has had too much espresso tonight. You can tell for too sure. much of something. It's yeah, I'm not the rambling man today. <laughs> it's TGIF. He's ready. 
All right, we got our guest in. Let's welcome in. We've, we've talked to Jordan enough. Let's welcome Vince in. Welcome into the studio, Vince from the Sports Stove Podcast. I don't know if I said that right. Welcome Vince. into the studio, Vince. Hey, thanks, Commissioner Cooper, Justin, Nick. Thanks for having me on the show again. It's been a while. Last time I came on, you guys embarrassed me in front of the legend, Leroy Butler. Uh, made me look really stupid. And he, uh, he hasn't talked to me since. So, uh, But I'm glad to be back. That's okay, Vince. He hasn't talked to us either. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not the only one that got the cold shoulder on that one. But. Uh, had, to hit the Heisman. That, had to hit that dumbass. I had to do it. All right, let's also welcome in studio Jordan, the judge, Tom C. Or C. Thomas. I always get it mixed up. Welcome into the studio from True Serum Fantasy Football. Welcome in. Yeah, thanks for having me as always, and thanks for uh, allowing Vince to be the guy that followed up that epic intro by Nick tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Zach's in the building tonight already. Welcome in, Zach. Appreciate you joining us in tonight. All right. Well, as Justin alluded to earlier, he never listens to or watches my texts. I tell him, listen, don't do the YouTube subscribe Santa set because I got a whole video for it. All right. He's so never said guys, that once. If I yeah, did. I know. He didn't say it the other day either. It's yeah, really he never said that text. once. Okay. I'm going to show it in the text. I'm going to show it in the text, but thanks for interrupting. Um, listen, we're going to hit, we hit the subscribe button, ladies and gentlemen. We do have the Jester sack. Let's check it out. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of All right, I'm going to read what I wrote <laughs> I'm going to read what I put in a second, but if you are watching on Belly Up TV, if you're watching on Facebook, go to our YouTube channel, hit the subscribe button. We're giving away the Jester Sack. It is a sign. Andre Reed jersey, a sign. Chris Johnson jersey, a sign. I forgot. Damian Harris jersey, a sign. Jamison Williams jersey, and a sign. Jerry Judy helmet. It's all in the sack. It's there waiting for you. Just go hit that subscribe button. Nick, why do we do all these crazy things? Because we do whatever we want, and we don't care what anybody says. Unless you're a fan of us, then we care, and we do what you want. Okay. What? (laughs) No, No, it's because just like everybody around here, we are the fantasy show of the people, Nick. Fantasy show the people indeed. All right, so everyone's aware. I said, let's tighten up our intro. Justin just mentioned TSSFantasy.com verbatim. All right, let's get the news. Well, we have a game last night, and everyone's back on the Buffalo Bills bandwagon uh, because, well, quite frankly, it looked pretty good against the Patriots last night. I mean, if you had some fantasy, other than a few people last night, um, it wasn't a very good fantasy day either. Josh Allen, a very pedestrian night uh, for Josh Allen, if you will. Um, Stephon Diggs had a pretty decent night. One thing really spoke out to me, though, was the 
the usage of James Cook on the Buffalo side. He actually looked really good running the football. Um, so got to be encouraged uh, if you're a James Cook owner. Um, but it looks like this might be a timeshare backfield uh, with Buffalo because you know how much they love Singletary. And he did so well down the stretch last year. A lot of interesting things from last night's game. So I just want to kick it around real quick and get your quick thoughts. Um, you know, especially we saw Mac Jones arguing on the sideline, yelling about throwing the ball downfield and why the hell not when they throw it so well the previous week. Um, so again, lot to take in from that. Justin, we'll start with you. What's your biggest take from last night? Uh, Josh Allen is the real deal. I mean, you see that fucking fadeaway pass that he just threw nonchalantly to Gabe Davis coming back, just knowing he was going to be there. You know, no, there's no doubt about it. You know, Josh Allen is your QB one going forward in Dynasty, one thousand percent. And you know, I I don't care. I was a big proponent of Herbert. I don't care. Mahomes, he's he's a close little second there. But Josh Allen is getting to that point where he can just just about do anything, and yeah. it's getting kind of ridiculous. I mean, this Patriots defense is really freaking good. Nobody's giving them credit. They're really freaking good. They're the main reason they were six and five. Now six and six. And he tore him apart like it was nothing last night. Yeah, he really did. Uh, and again, the Bills defense that we saw so were supposedly so beat up. Um, they looked like they were great last night. Nick, what say you about last night? Um, I'm thankful that I'm going to be alive to see the Patriots finish uh, at the at the bottom of the division with uh, Belichick at the helm. And hey, how's that uh, nondescript uh, offensive coordinator thing working out for you guys? Uh, not so good, is it? Uh, so apparently. Um, Mac Jones does, does have a set and did yell at the coaches. I, I thought that was great. Um, other than that, um, Bills were better than everybody else in that division. Vince? Yeah, I don't think so. Vince, how about you? <laughs> What's your biggest takeaway from that? Hey, I want to go back to the James Cook thing. Uh, I've been stashing him on my bench, uh, in a keeper league. Got him the second week of the season, put him on there, and just just held him there. So I'm holding out hope that eventually he does take over that main role. Um, I like the Bills. I don't trust them as much as I trust Kansas City, although I think they have a better roster, a uh, more complete roster. They haven't put it together quite like Kansas City has. Kansas City's impressed this year. New England, they are the bottom of the bucket right now, which is a little surprising considering the quarterback situation with the Jets. But, uh, you know, there's – Bill Belichick, he's trying to prove how smart he is, and in doing so, he's actually hurting his team because he needs staff guys like Josh McDaniels helping him out. He doesn't have it this year, and so maybe he gets them back next year, very likely, very possible, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the way back next week. Night, it was good to see the Bills put back on a performance that makes it look like they can contend in the East, and not just the East, but in the AFC as a whole. Well, I thought you, I'm glad you thought it was good. I didn't think it was all that great, to be honest with you. How about Jordan? What say you? What was your biggest takeaway from last night? I mean, there's not a whole lot that these guys haven't covered. The Bills look just as good as they have all year, and the Patriots are the worst team in that division. I, I feel like I learned nothing last night. <laughs> <laughs> Colts, Colts, Martin, appreciate you joining us tonight. All right, so Jordan got no takeaway from last night. That was one thing we did learn. All I right, learned so- nothing. That is a takeaway. Just some quick injury. I'm going to gloss over these because we're going to really get into them, as Justin alluded to, on Sunday morning with um, with our injury expert. Justin Fields um, looks like he's going to be good to go. So, Vince, you're going to have a little bit of a uh, more of a challenge this Sunday. So, he looks like he's going to be on the field. Debo Samuel looks like he might be in doubt for this epic matchup against the Dolphins. Um, so, just keep be wary of that. But McCaffrey on the other side, 
looks like he expects it. Well, he said he expects a full workload. Um, so we'll see uh, that situation. Although Jimmy G came out and said Jordan Mason was going to see a lot. So it might be a little bit of mind games too. We'll see how that goes. Um, Michael Carter looks like he's not going to play. Um, Najee Harris um, hasn't practiced. So just something to keep in mind of. Jalen uh, Warren might be a big play this week. Najoku's out, which may hurt Watson's return. Um, so we'll see about that. Gibson um, is trending not to play. And it looks like Brandon Cooks also um, is trending not to play. So those are just some overviews. Oh, Mike Williams also is out. There was another one that I noted in there as well. So just some injuries to take note of as we get into it. Make sure to check with us on Sunday morning with our boy, Brian Scott. He's going to bring us the latest and greatest on those. All right. Well, it's big week 13. Let's get to the weekly breakdown. All right, we're going to start with our guests first. Always got to get the guest in first as they come in. The Packers at the Bears. That's how to get you fired up, Vince. The Packers, they're 10th against fantasy QBs. They're 26th against running backs. They're 11th against receivers and 8th versus tight ends. The Bears, 19th against QBs, 27th against running backs, 10th against receivers, and 6th versus tight ends. What say you, my friend? Give me some guys you like and don't like in the matchup. Well, I think you got to look at running backs uh, for both teams in this game. Aaron Jones has been leading the way for Green Bay. Last year, they split almost 50-50, and sometimes A.J. Dillon got more touches than Jones. This year, it's been what it should be. Aaron Jones is getting the majority of the touches. He's important in the pass game as well as the run game. So I love Aaron Jones, and I love David Montgomery in this game too because the Packers' defense has not been able to stop the run all season, and they won't be able to stop the run uh, this week. With Fields being back, He'll be effective on the ground, but I don't think he'll be effective in the air. He has no one to throw to, no matter what anybody says. Uh, so I'm out on the Bears wide receivers as a whole. And on A.J. Dillon, uh, there's there's always that potential where he's going to have one of these just breakout games again. Um, and the Bears defense isn't that great against the run, so it could be this week. But I'm staying away from Dillon. I do love Christian Watson, though. Um, what he's done these last several weeks has been phenomenal. And so I expect him to continue to be the main touchdown getter for Green Bay. Uh, but I don't like, I don't really like either of the quarterbacks this week, uh, either Justin Fields. I'm a huge Justin Fields fan. I think he's a great quarterback. He just doesn't have everything he needs. Aaron Rodgers being banged up the way that he is. I don't expect a, a, a massive performance from him. Can he pull up maybe 16 to 20 points somewhere in that range? Uh, but uh, I go Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Christian Watson as the guys I like, A.J. Dillon, and the Bears wide receiver core as the guys I'm out on. All right. I like it. Let's go to the next matchup for like, – I think I got this order wrong, but I got Nick for the next one. I was supposed to get the guest in. I have Nick up first, apparently. Steelers so, at the – So use them. Steelers at the Falcons. Steelers are 26 against fantasy QBs. 17th against running backs. They are 32nd dead last against receivers. 13th versus tight ends. Falcons, 23rd against quarterbacks. 22nd against running backs. 29th against receivers. And 23rd versus tight ends. What say you, Nick? Give me guys you like and don't like. Okay, so I'm going to make this short and quick. Uh, For Atlanta, leave every guy on your bench. (laughs) Except for uh, Patterson. Because in weeks 9 through 12, 9 through 12, Pittsburgh is 26th uh excuse me they're 16th against running backs in 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 ppr every other 
category. Since TJ Watt came back, they are in the top 10. So leave every available offensive Falcon on the bench except for Cordero Patterson because uh, as Jason has alluded to before, he turns on the TV and the first thing he sees is Cordell Patterson running down the field. So so that's that. Uh, as far as, as Pittsburgh goes, it's not looking too much better because Atlanta is pretty stout on, on defense. They're number six against quarterbacks in weeks nine through 12. 26 against running backs, so start Najee Harris. Uh, in weeks 9 through 12, Najee is 15th. He's got a 14.5 uh, points per game with 224 yards and three TDs. I mean, it's really nothing to write home about, but for the season that he's having, it's it's good for him uh, because that, that offensive line has not been good this whole season, and Matt Canada's offense is, like, worse than terrible. Uh, in his last three games – Najee Harris has gotten 9.9 twice and 23.6 one time. So, um, and Atlanta's, like I said before, they're 26th against running backs. They're second against wide receivers. They're fifth against tight ends. So leave everybody on the bench in this game except for Najee Harris on offense for Pittsburgh, Patterson on offense for Atlanta, and put in Atlanta's defense. I think you're trying to say it might be slim pickings in this particular oh, matchup. I looked for a pickings matchup. It wasn't there because <laughs> did you see his quarterback? Indeed. All right, let's move on to Jordan. Um, let's get into this good matchup. The Jets at the Vikings, the stinky, rotten Jets. They are eighth uh, against fantasy QBs, 13th against running backs, third against receivers, and 16th versus tight ends. The Vikings, 28th against QBs, 21st against running backs, 28th against receivers, and 24th versus tight ends. What say you, Jordan, guys, like you like and don't like? So I think this is a big uh, big day for the Jets uh, since uh, uh, Mike White, Dynamite, Dynamite Mike is in. Uh, Garrett Wilson, top 10 wide receiver on the season without Zach Wilson, 10.5 targets a game, 19.4 points, 77.3 yards. I'm dialing him up everywhere. The other rookie in the uh, Jets backfield, Zonovan, Zonovan Knight, uh, 50% snaps in week 12, 103 yards, 17 touches. I think you got to kind of roll him out there too. I'm still not sold on Elijah Moore, who I was all over in the preseason. Um, he did get in the end zone last week, but only two targets. So um, I'm still real shaky on Elijah Moore. Um, one thing I will say is the Jets D has allowed the fewest fantasy points per game to opposing wide receivers since week six. Doesn't mean I'm trotting out the Jets D, but it does mean I'm tempering expectations a little bit on these Minnesota Vikings receivers. With that being said, you still start Justin Jefferson. Um, you still start Dalvin Cook. And I'm probably dialing up TJ Hawkinson this week. Had a little bit of a down week uh, last week, but he's he's been featured every game since he's come over. So Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. 
And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, that's the one chink, I guess, in this Jets uh, defense. They're not very good against uh, fantasy tight ends, so you're right. It could be a decent have uh, for Hawkinson, uh, for sure. All right, let's get to Justin for this next one. And a good, like, you know, maybe not a great NFL matchup, but or maybe it is a great NFL matchup. Jags at Lions. Jags, QB-wise, they are 25th against fantasy QBs, 19th against running backs, 20th against receivers, 21st versus tight ends. Lions, dead last against QBs, 16th against running backs, 30th against receivers, and 29th versus tight ends. So at least a good fantasy matchup for sure. What say you, Justin? Guys you like and don't like. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence this week. Uh, three straight QB one weeks. He's got 77% completion during that span, which is outstanding. Um, and the other thing is he's got zero interceptions. Jared Goff can say the same in three-week span. Zero interceptions. Trevor Lawrence, zero interceptions. Um, I'm going to pass on Goff because he's only had two QB one weeks this year. He's not really been the guy that you – you want to start he's more the guy that you have to start so unless you have him in like a situation where it's like a kyler murray and you absolutely need to i would refrain from starting him in this game etn or hasty is going to be all based off of etn plays or not as of right now it looks like he's going to play um i wouldn't put hasty in unless he's not going to play i just don't think hasty's going to take away enough touches to be relevant i know it was a nice little spark for last week but we have that all the time where a guy comes in for one week and then we doesn't show up for the rest of the season um as far as etn goes um the lions have allowed the fourth most rushing touchdowns at 12 so i would say at this point you know etn has gotten you this far might as well keep on putting him in there he's going to be at least a solid rb2 this week Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. So this is where it's kind of like finicky, right? Because Zay Jones could easily be Kendrick Bourne, right? You know, you could pick him up this week, be like, oh, he had 27 points last week. And then two weeks later, he's droppable again. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So for me, I'm tempering expectations on Zay Jones. If you have to, start him as a low flex. But for me, I'd rather just see if he could do it again on my bench. Christian Kirk on the other side has had 30 targets in three weeks. Guy gets mad targets. He's getting a lot of touchdowns this year. I'm going to play Christian Kirk because I think just like his guy on the other side, Amon Ross St. Brown, he's going to kill it in the slot continuously. And I think it's going to be, you know, one of those games where these guys go off and it's just back and forth, back and forth. And then uh, Evan or Evan Ingram and um, I don't know, man. Ingram, I just don't really like. Like this matchup, I mean, I like the matchup. Don't get me wrong. Detroit, nine points per game to uh, opposing tight ends on average. Fourth highest. But he's only got 7.6 fantasy points in the past three games. That's not good. That's not good at all. So I'm going to say this, you know, if you got to in a pinch, you know, throw him in there. But, you know, if you can, you know, he can get 10 points on your bench. Hopefully you got somebody else that can get you some more. Uh, and then for the uh, for the wide receivers and the running back slots for the Lions, Swifty. I'm actually I'm on Swifty this week. 
he's been slowly raising his snap percentage. He had his highest snap percentage last week, and I've been saying it for a couple weeks now. Him and Williams, the difference in points is not much. Williams does not get targeted. Last four weeks, zero targets. Zero targets total in the last four weeks. Swifty had eight last week. Uh, his receptions carried him to uh, 10 points, which was 10 points to Jamal Williams as well. Um, yeah, I'm going with Swift this week. I think the tide is slowly shifting, and I think all he needs is one big run to break it off and to score, and he could already have way more points than Jamal Williams is going to have this week. And then Jamison Williams, I don't know right now if he's going to play or not. I know Amon Ross St. Brown's going to play, so I will play Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, Jamison Williams, if he plays, throw him as a low and flex because worst comes to worst, he has a big opening game, right? I mean, we saw what Jared Goff was trying to do on that third and one on that last play. He was trying to make that connection. He was trying to get downfield. You know, just imagine if that was Jamison Williams. So I'm going to go ahead. If he plays, throw him in there, low and flex, and then I don't even know who the tight end is, so don't even throw him in. Don't play him. All righty. Good. I think, again, a good fantasy matchup, though, nonetheless going to be a fun one uh, to watch uh, in the little corner of the TV during the games. All right, Michael's got a live question. Um, We'll kick it around the room here real quick. Fields or Lamar this week? Thanks, guys. Um, look, Fields both got uh, difficult matchups defensively. Fields against the Packers, Lamar against the Broncos. But the Broncos, um, I think Justin brought it up the other night, not so good recently um, since the yeah. Chubb trade. This defense is, just hasn't been that good. So for me, it's Lamar, even though, again, both of them are kind of limited for weapons. I just like Lamar's a little bit more, um, I think. Does anyone uh, disagree with that, like Fields? I'm going Justin Fields 100 yeah, percent matchup. I go uh, yeah. For for me, that guy was the hottest quarterback in fantasy land before he went out exactly. last week. I am not afraid of the Packers. He may not be able to throw the ball all day, but I mean, at the end of the day, that guy's going to run for 80 to 100 yards guaranteed. Well, Lamar's going to run too. I think that's the point that he's been playing like Lamar. So, um, again, I just think uh, this Denver defense is just not as advertised. And I just like – I think Vince brought up a good point. Who is who is Justin Fields throwing it to right now? I mean, really. Cole Komet, I mean, is really like your best play really at this point um, in this yeah. offense. But like okay. you said, he's definitely going to get the points on the ground too. So, yes, Nick. I was going to say, so then I would so – then, so then you have to go to – Claypool and Claypool's better than than Demucus Robinson and everybody else that they have over there. So yeah. uh, my edge would go to Fields. Well, then again, goes then. Then we look at the tight ends. Is Marcus Andrew greater than Cole Komet, though? Right. So then you know what right. I mean. So it evens out nonetheless. I think so. Either way. Yeah. All right. Listen. Let's take a break from the breakdown. Oh, my bad, Vince. Go ahead. I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. I think the deal is Fields is going to run, but he's been banged up, and so that scares me about him still. I think with Lamar running and he has more to throw to, I think even his receivers are better in Baltimore. Um, So I think at the end of the day, Lamar is going to score more points than Fields will this week. But if Fields has another one of those 140-yard rushing days, uh, then, then I could be wrong. But I think Lamar has a little bit more of the total package going on right now um, and being healthier. That's why I'd lean Lamar. Yeah, I think that's a big point about the injury. We don't know how um, Justin's going to play. Is he 80%? Is he 90? Is he 95? I mean, who knows? But if he's 100, like I said, he's definitely lethal nonetheless. You're right. Uh, one of the hottest QBs out there at this point. 
Last right, I checked, right, last I checked, it wasn't a leg injury, so I, I feel good about yeah, it. Yeah, it was a non-throwing <laughs> shoulder injury. Non-running one leg hit. injury. That's all right. I but again, do you want to risk him running and getting hit on that shoulder? So there, there's that point of it. So yes. you know, there's all we could analyze it all day. I think either way, uh, two good options nonetheless, Mike. And we appreciate the question. All right, listen, Jordan, he's got to get back into his fantasy feud prowess. And Vince, it's his first time here tonight. We got a fantasy feud to get on. Let's hit it. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> it's not going to be a long game tonight because we got fantasy experts in the building, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So the new rules of Fantasy Feud is that if you know the answer when we go to the – when it's up between you both, you say your name aloud. That way I know who it is, and then I recognize you, and then you can answer. All right? Here we go. Top five answers on the board, gentlemen. Here is your question. We're going to start at the quarterback position. I'm looking for last week, and I'm looking for fantasy points in the red zone. Look at the top five QBs who had the fantasy points in the red zone last week. Jordan. Jordan, yes, sir. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is correct. He was numero uno on this list. He had 16 points in the red zone last week. Who else you got? Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. He is number five on this list with 10.4. Who else you got? Patrick Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Not on this list today, sir. Who else you got? Kyler Murray. Kyla Murray. He's number three with 11.3. So you're just missing number two and number four right now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. All right. Two strikes. Two answers remaining. What do you got? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Kurt's kissing Cousins from last week. 13.8. He's number two on the list. You're just missing number four. 
Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke? <laughs> I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. All right, Vince, he didn't leave a lot of meat on this bone, but he left something for you to steal. I liked, I liked what I saw at the end of the game. I didn't watch the whole game, but I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence from Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. Good guess, but it was none other than Sam the Man Darnold was number four at 10.5. On Gross. <laughs> Gonna say, can't get that one. What are you going to do? All right. Let's go to running back yards. We're going to go, excuse me, number two, top five answers on the board. Here's your question. We're going to go to running back, and I'm looking for yards now. I want yards in the red zone, the top five runners with their yards in the red zone last week. Just rushing yards in the red zone? Yes, sir. Jordan. Jordan, what you got? Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. <laughs> Got to make these hard and mix it up and makes it fun. All right, what do you what do you say, Vince? Oh man, how about um, Jamal Williams? Jamal Williams, good guess. But... Miles. Miles Sanders. Miles Booby. He's at number five on the list with 17 yards. All right, who else you got? Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker. Got to get back. Numero uno, 32 yards in the red zone last week. So you got number one and you got number five. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. No Aaron Jones on this list. Isaiah Pacheco. Pacheco. Pacheco is correct. He was number three with 19 yards. Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott. <laughs> oh, hell no. All right, Vince, he left a little bit more meat for you this time. He got number two and number four remaining on this list. How about Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb. And Vince, you're going to hate yourself for this one because at number two on this list, A.J. Dillon, 20 yards in the red zone last week. And number four, Dalvin Cook, 18 yards in the red zone last week. All right, Jordan, you're up 2-0, my friend. Vince, you got to get back in this one. We're going to go to receivers for round number three. And again, we're going into last week. And again, we're going back to that red zone. And I, what I'm looking for for the top five answers on this list is I'm looking for receivers with the most fantasy points in the red zone. Vince. Vince, what you got? You got to change up my strategy a little bit in this one. Um, let's start with Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. 
change it up. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> Jordan, you got a guess? <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. He was number four on this list with 7.3. Um, Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Um, <laughs> CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb. <laughs> oh, that was a quick one. Ball. <laughs> No on number two. Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Man, boy, and he left a lot of meat for you on this one. I have to tell you, there are not a lot of big names on this list, I have to say. So uh, good luck, my friend. What you got for this one, Vince? Uh, How about a guy that the Packers should have drafted instead of Jordan Love? T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Jordan, you have pulled off the fantasy championship tonight. <laughs> Let me tell you this list, all right? Number one on this list, Adam Thielen. 8.2 points. He was number one in the red zone last week. Number two, Isaiah McKenzie with 7.9. Number three, Jamal Agnew at 7.4. And number five, again, Randall Cobb on this list. 7.1 points in the red zone last week. So believe it or not. Got to give a big congratulations. Jordan's headset died, so he's trying to get his stuff together. But congratulations to Jordan, my friend. You are tonight's winner. And Vince, I know, I know you know how this goes. Unfortunately, <laughs> tonight you are tonight's loser. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Good game, nonetheless, though. I mean, I was hitting you with those red zone ones. Those are tough. That's why I had to mix it up a little bit. All right, so before we're going to bring our compadres back, let's finish up our breakdown. Before we do, though, we get, you know, I got to get my muscle shirt on. It's time to flex a little bit. Let's get our flex starts of the week from Bandy, and we'll bring our compadres in. Let's check it out. right it's that time again time for bandy's flex starts of the week let's jump into it starting off i've got gus edwards look last week he got all the running back carries except for three guys that's why you need to start gus edwards he's gonna get the work get the volume throw him in there we'll probably sit around and cook some soups and Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. Moving on to the next guy, I've got Isaiah 
Pacheco from the Chiefs. Look, a lot of people are saying he is not going to do it for him, but that's all right. He's going to do it for you. Isaiah Pacheco in the flex spot this week. No soup for you. Moving on to my final guy, I've got Van Jefferson. <laughs> Cooper Cup is gone. Alan, Al Alan Robinson is gone. Van Jefferson's the only guy there. I know that offense is egregious now, but look, somebody's got to catch the balls over there. McVay's still going to draw it up. Somebody's going to catch him. Throw Van Jefferson into your flex spot this week. Excellent. Guys, don't forget to check out the fourth and first fantasy football podcast right here on YouTube. All right, Banny Brand, the flex starts of the week. I know Jordan had some headset issues. Let me just see if Jordan, you ready? Are you ready yet? Or I think I'm good to go. All right, here we go. Let's start. We'll start back to the breakdown. Nick, we'll start with you. Titans at Eagles. Titans fantasy wise, they're twenty seventh against fantasy QBs, ninth against running backs, thirty first against receivers, and twentieth versus tight ends. The Eagles numero uno against QBs, twenty fifth against running backs, ninth versus receivers, seventh versus tight ends. What say you? Give me guys you like and don't like. Okay, so uh, Tannehill, you're only going to play him in a in a super flex because in weeks 10 through 12, he's number 11, 17 points per game. And his last three, he's got a 19, a 20, and a 12. So not so great. But if you need a guy to get points for you in a super flex, he's your guy. Uh, and as far as... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The other Titan I would play would be Derrick Henry. 9 through 12, he's, he's number 3. 18 points per game. Uh, and Philly defense, like you said, they are number 24 uh, overall in that time frame. And they give up 26 points per game and uh, four TDs and one 100-yard rusher. So, again, you're going to play Derrick Henry. I mean, there's no way around it. And then that's it for, for Tennessee. Um, <laughs> you're not going to play their – you're not playing their defense because they are just terrible against receivers – and everybody else. So as far as Philly, you're, you're going to play everybody. You're, you're playing, you're playing Jalen Hurts. You're playing all, of, all the receivers. You're ever going to play Quez Watkins, believe it or not, because, uh, the past three weeks, he scored three touchdowns. I mean, he's only had three, three receptions for 30 some yards a, a game, but each one of those re receptions was a touchdown. Um, and 
you're going to, you're going to play Miles Sanders, believe it or not. He's, he, he's a roller coaster. He is, he is up and down, but in the past three weeks, nine through 12, he's number 10 with 14 points per game, 337 yards and three TDs. So you're going to play him and he's, and he's going to be a solid flex. Everybody else stick on the bench. You're going to play him and you're going to like it. That's what I'm Nick is telling you. And listen, the Eagles, by the way, are definitely Nick's team. You can definitely tell he's excited for this matchup. Um, play all Eagles, says Nick. All right, let's go to Vince. Oh, you won't play Jared Stoll. Don't don't play him. I think we're going to stop allowing uh, everybody or stop giving everyone their own team to break down because it's going to be like, start everyone on the Dolphins, damn it. All right, let's no, go I to wouldn't. Vince. Browns at Texans. Browns are 13th against QBs, 31st against running backs, 16th against receivers, 4th against tight ends. Um, Texans are 3rd against QBs, 32nd dead last against running backs, 5th against receivers, and 19th versus tight ends. And I heard they give a hell of a massage. What say you, Vince? (laughs) Well, uh, the first game Watson's back. I'm staying away from Watson this week and away from receivers this week in Cleveland. They're not going to need to throw the football. It's going to be all running backs. Nick Chubb is a must-play every single week. He's had two bad weeks all season against Buffalo and New England, but he's scored a touchdown in eight of the 11 games so far. So Nick Chubb is a go-to. And I'm going to go ahead and run Hunt out there as well this week because they're playing the Texans. Uh, So I get Hunt out there too. For the Texans, the only person worth playing is Damian Pierce. He's had uh, what some have been calling a slump, a couple bad weeks. But Cleveland isn't that good against the run. Either second worst uh, in the league against the run. That's not fantasy. That's just general speaking. Uh, so I think you got to watch out for Damian Pierce to have a comeback game, get double digits again this week. But I'm staying away from Amari Cooper and, and as much as I can uh, just because of the uncertainty with Deshaun Watson. Even though it's the Texans, I'm going to lay off of that this week, uh, focusing on just running backs in this game. Yeah, both these teams uh, definitely susceptible to the run. All right, let's go to Jordan for the next one. Commanders at the Giants, a NFC East battle. Got the Commanders 18 versus quarterbacks, fourth versus running backs, 14 versus receivers, and second versus tight ends. Giants are ninth versus QBs, 15 versus running backs, fourth versus receivers, and 27th versus tight ends. What say you, my friend? Uh, for the commanders, I'm rolling out both running backs, Antonio Gibson in some flex plays, Brian Robinson in the RB2 range. Um, Giants can't stop the run. Um, the commanders are built on the run of this two-headed backfield. Uh, Terry McLaurin struggled the last couple of weeks. I kind of expect him to have a big bounce back week this week, so I'm definitely dialing him up. I want no part of Jahan Dotson or Curtis Samuel at this point, so I'm fading both of them, and I I'm only starting Taylor Heineke if I'm just like bottom of the barrel desperate. Um, on the giant side, it's Saquon and not a whole lot else. Um, you might roll out Danny Dimes in a pinch and Darius Slayton maybe with a dart throw. But other than that, I won't touch the Giants this week. And one other note I just wanted to add to Vince and uh, Davian Pierce. He faced the judge this week. So look for him to absolutely explode in week 13. Every time the judge Every time. puts someone on trial, they bounce back. That has definitely been the motto. So he is right. Watch for Damian Pierce this week for sure. All right, Justin, let's go to you for this next one. The Broncos at the Ravens. Uh, we are just talking about this particular matchup a minute ago with, with Lamar. Broncos, they are number two against fantasy QBs, 
12th versus running backs, second versus receivers, and 14th versus tight ends. The Ravens, 22nd against quarterbacks, 8th versus running backs, 27th versus receivers, and 11th versus tight ends. Are you going to tell me it's a Russell Wilson comeback story? So Lamar Jackson is going to lay the smack down on the Broncos, kind of the way he did to that internet troll. He is going to make Russell Wilson (laughs) eat a big fat bag of dicks this week, just like the rest of the league has done. Um, No, Kamish, Russell Wilson has one game this year with two touchdowns. That is not enough. Jordan, can we put him on the judges list? Why has this man not been on the judges list? He's not worthy. Like, that's a big-time core. He's, like, way down. He's, like, three jurisdictions down from well, me. He's nothing. You, you he does have criminal. Jordan Thomas did not draft Russell Wilson this year. <laughs> I did he not is complete, say he that. Is, exactly. He has committed criminal acts by stealing that paycheck. I, I would like to say if Judge Jordan was around for, like, weeks one through six, it would have been Russell Wilson every damn week. <laughs> there is a giant kangaroo court that's happening in Denver right now, and the two prime suspects are Daniel Hackett or Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. Mike Purcell is the judge, jury, and the executioner, and he is going to take out somebody on that sideline. I just know it. Um Yes, Russell Wilson, don't put him anywhere near your lineups. Uh, Latavius Murray, don't put him anywhere near your lineups. I know that's a big surprise. 98 yards last week got you 10 points. That's a whole lot of work for a whole lot of nothing. Um, Gus Edwards, I actually don't like Gus Edwards this week. Uh, Broncos are notoriously good against the run. Um, He had a touchdown last week, but that was what made his day. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. Don't know what Jerry Judy's status is currently. It's game time, but he might be there. He might not. Cortland Sutton, 13 points in the past three games. Uh, don't love that. I mean, it could be a solid flex, I guess. And then Robinson Duvernay, yes, next page. Uh, Greg Dolchage, 12 points in the last three games. Next page. Mark Andrews, start him. I would also start the kickers <laughs> from each team because that's that's going to be the offense. In, indeed. Yeah. All right. The kickers Justin are Tucker. being called out. Good old Justin Tucker. All right. Uh, Professor Wilson says, add Watson, but don't play him just yet. And he also liked to chime in. I hate to dish it on Wilson, but he needs to head to the outhouse. Dang. Putting on your boy, bro. It's your boy. Thank you. I told Professor. you, Kevin. I told you he sucked. Thank you, for the <laughs> Professor, for coming in tonight. All right. Well, let's take a quick break from the breakdown. Let's talk about our Homer picks. Don't, don't, So my dope homer pick of the week for me is Jeff Wilson Jr. making his triumphant return back to San Francisco. Those revenge games mean something, and it's going to mean something this weekend. I can't wait. Jeff Wilson Jr., my dope homer pick of the week. Justin, what's that you? Uh, my dope homer pick of the week is going to be Brandon Ayuk. Uh, you said if Debo Samuel's out, they're going to need to go to somebody for wide receiving help. Brandon Ayuk has been an all-star these past couple of weeks, like literally wide receiver one talent. Um, look for him to continue it this week. All right, Vince, what say you? What's your homer pick of the week? 
Aaron Rodgers is known as the owner of the Chicago Bears, but what you can't forget about is his partner in crime, Randall Cobb. If he's going to have a big game, it's going to be against Chicago, so we'll go with Randall Cobb. Ooh, and Randall Cobb, man, every every year when we do the fancy feud, he ends up in the red zone every freaking year. We always laugh about it. Like, he is a red zone him up. target for sure. All right, Jordan, what say you with your don't homer pick of the week? Honestly, man, I just I really want to pick all of these guys because this is such a juicy matchup. But uh, give me my boy Dalton Schultz. Uh, you know, outside of Travis Kelsey, I don't think there's a tight end right now in the league that I am counting on on a consistent basis week in and week out. That is Dak Prescott's guy. He gets big time targets every single game. Give me all the Dalton Schultz. All right. Dalton Schultz it is. Uh, Nick, what say you? What is your don't homer pick of the week? I'm going to have to go with Devonta Smith because, damn it, he has to get in the end zone against Tennessee. <laughs> if you don't get in the end zone against Tennessee, holy crap. Uh, he's I picked him up in a trade, and he was good for like a half a game. Other than that, oh, my gosh. So I'm going with Devonta Smith. It's a challenge. Get in the damn end zone. The Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. Yeah, but he's going to listen way. to me. I've been trying to trade them all season. (laughs) All right, let's get on to the breakdown, Jordan. Let's get to the Chiefs at the Bengals, one of the best matchups of the day. The Chiefs uh, against Fancy TVs, they're 24th. Against running backs, 20th. Against uh, receivers, 26th. Against tight ends, 15th. And the Bengals, very impressively, 4th against Fancy QBs. 11th versus running backs, 7th versus um, receivers, and 17th versus tight ends what say you my friend give me some guys you like and don't like in this one so all those defensive stats were beautiful but take those things <laughs> wad them up and throw them out the damn window this is a rematch of the afc championship game and might be the game of the season up to this point i cannot wait to see burrow versus mahomes uh, i'm starting everybody that has a pulse in the cincinnati offense if it's Samaj p ryan if it's joe mixon I don't care. Uh, if they're starting, I'm playing them. Um, I can give you all the stats. You guys have watched it all season. Uh, the one thing I would say is the Chiefs' D ranks dead last in red zone defense on the season. So whoever is running the ball for uh, Cincinnati has a really good chance to find the end zone this week. On the Chiefs' side, I'm a little shakier on their wide receivers, but just with the juiciness of the matchup, I'm probably starting uh, Juju Smith-Schuster or um, Sky Moore anywhere I have them. Let's go to the real game of the day, the real game of the year. The Dolphins, the America's team, the Miami Dolphins head west to San Francisco to take on the Niners. Dolphins against fantasy QBs are 30th against running backs 10th against receivers 19th against tight ends 30th. Niners 6th versus QBs. Numero uno against running backs 17th against receivers 5th versus tight ends. Vince, let's say you, my friend, guys you like and don't like. I think that every week you're playing Waddle and Hill. You can't sit those guys down. Waddle double-digit targets three times this season. Two double-digit touchdown games. Or not double-digit, two two touchdown games this season. Tyreek Hill, six or more catches in nine of his 11 games. Those guys are must-play every single week. I've been on the, the boat saying that they are making Tua look better than he is, but this is the week I think we finally figure out for sure what Tua is. Is he great or is he good? He's going to be one of the two. And this week will show it because it's a great defense in San Francisco. 
Everybody's in on Ayuk. We already talked about him just a second ago. I'm not in on Ayuk. Uh, give me George Kittle this week. Uh, he has been incredibly touchdown dependent this season, which has been incredibly disappointing for my fantasy team. But I think this is the week that he can actually show up and do some damage. I don't like Jeff Wilson this week either. You can put the numbers on there. San Francisco defense has been incredible against the run. And I think this is a game where Waddle and Hill make the biggest difference uh, in the outcome of this game. And uh, so, yeah, those are the, my guys. I like Waddle, Hill, and Kittle. Uh, I'm out on Ayuk and Wilson uh, as a whole. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, if he's playing, it looks like he is. You got to play him too. Yeah, and just so as every, everyone knows, I think I've, I'm O for – However many, oh for 12 on my homer picks. So that's probably why I went with Jeff Wilson. All right, let's go with Nick. Seahawks at the Rams. Uh, Seahawks 21st against QBs, 30th against running backs, 8th against receivers, 13th versus tight ends. Rams 11th versus uh, QBs, 7th versus uh, running backs, 24th against receivers, and 12th versus tight ends. What say you, my friend, guys you like and don't like? Okay, so I'm going to start with the Seahawks first. Um, weeks 9 through 12, Geno Smith, he's number 11 with 20 points per game, and he's playing against the Rams, who in that same time frame are number 18. They give up 17 points per game. Okay, so so he's a definite play. Uh, as far as the, the receivers, Lockett. Lockett is your guy. He's number 13 in weeks 9 through 12, 11.9 points per game. Three TDs in the last three weeks. Metcalf, don't play Metcalf uh, because he's number 31, averaging 8.6 points a game and only one TD. So Lockett is the guy. As far as the running back, you're playing Kenneth Walker. I mean, there there is just no way around it. You're playing Kenneth Walker. I don't care if he's playing up against the Great Wall of China. You're playing Kenneth Walker. Um, as far as the Rams... <laughs> good one nick good one yes offense defense play that no guy one. next next page indeed all right no well, page heard that. <laughs> i mean not even in a pinch you know kyrene williams or you know nobody nada yeah no Professor Wilson agrees. Speak it, Nick. Seahawks. All right. Let's go to Justin. Chargers at the Raiders. This will be a fun fantasy matchup, uh, looks like, as well. Uh, Chargers 20th against fantasy QBs or 28th against running backs. 12th versus receivers and 22nd versus the tight ends. Raiders 31st versus QBs, 29th against running backs, 22nd against receivers, and 26th versus the tight end. Justin, what say you guys you like and don't like? So I have a whole page of notes here. Really, I can narrow it down to play them all but the tight ends. Like, at this point, play them all but the tight ends. You can find a spot for every one of these guys but the tight Herbert, Carr, Eckler, Jacobs. Come on. Come on. Where's the what chance? God, you guys are not what? like the match. Yeah, my bad. What? I, well, I want to hear why you, didn't, you don't like Foster Moreau in this matchup. No, I do not, because I don't think the ball is going to be able to get to him this week. I mean, this guy is completely dependent on getting into the end zone. And if you look at this two weeks where he got a you know a touchdown, he had 12 points. That's excellent for a tight end. But guess what? You got Matt Collins getting touchdowns now. You got Devontae Adams, who has 55 targets in four games. Mm. 
That's a lot. I, I just, I just, I'm not going to back, you know, Foster Moreau getting the ball in this one. And I'm not going to go and say Gerald Everett's going to get the ball because Keenan Allen's back. And guess what? He's hogging all the targets now, too. Justin Herbert, when he plays with Keenan Allen against the Vegas team, he has four more points on average than his normal. And he averages about 20 points a game PPR. So that's 24 points in PPR. Derek Carr has also been very good against the, the Chargers. So And Josh Jacobs, 303 yards total last. Get the hell out of here. Just play everybody but the tight. If the tight ends come back to bite me in the ass, you can say Justin did it. It was all Justin's fault I didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you can find I, a spot for every one of these guys in your lineup. Yeah, I actually, I think, I agree, but I think just throw the tight ends there too. What, you know, what else? Because it's going to be a fantasy bonanza, I think, on both sides of the ball. So it's going to be decent. All right, let's get to the Sunday nighter, Jordan Colts at Cowboys. Colts are 14th versus fantasy QBs, 18th versus running backs, numero uno, uno against receivers. Uh, fifth or well, 18th, I can't tell by my writing either. 15th or 18th versus tight ends. Cowboys are fifth versus QBs, uh, fifth versus running backs. They are 13th against receivers and third versus tight ends. Jordan, what say you? Some guys you like and don't like. I like everybody on the Dallas Cowboys, and I don't really <laughs> like anybody on the Colts. You got to start Jonathan Taylor. Michael Pittman is a monster, huge target share, gets all the snaps, gets all the work. You have to start him. If he gets any routes on Anthony Brown at all on Sunday, he's probably taking it to the house. Uh, outside Love of that, too, I'm uh, – Probably fading uh, everybody on the Colts side. On the Cowboys side, I'm starting C.D. Lamb with confidence. Tony Pollard had a down game. Starting him with confidence. Starting Dalton Schultz. Starting Dak Prescott. I probably have found better options than Ezekiel Elliott at this point in the season if I have him. But if you haven't, you got to start him. So. What? Zeke's been, what? Zeke's been what? okay. Zeke's what? Been okay He's been fucking on fire Zeke, since he came back from his MCL injury. Zeke's all right. He's Zeke's how many touchdowns did he have since that he's, injury? He's how many hundred percent touchdown dependent is the problem. If he doesn't and Jerry get Jones a hundred percent pulls down the headset and says, Throw he, Zeke in on the goal. Give it to Zeke. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He looked good at Thanksgiving too. He did. That was his best game of the season, in my opinion, by far. Yeah, he looked. He looked good. That whole offense looked like it was raring to go. So I, I'm sad that Pollard has to go this season because of the cap issue. I'm sad. I see. I don't. I don't, I don't see how they get him back. Think he has to go. I think he will go. I think he's easily enough replaceable in a draft. But I mean, there's there's an out to get out from Zeke, and there's always the franchise tag possibility. So he may or may not slip through the cracks. We'll see. Well, That'll be a fun conversation in the offseason. Where does Tony Pollard go? For sure. That'll be fun. All right, Vince, let's finish it up. Rams. Monday night, Saints versus the Bucks. Um, this is going to be a scorcher for sure. The Saints against fancy QBs are 17th, 6 against running backs, 21st against receivers, number one against tight ends. Bucks are 12th versus QBs, third versus running backs. They're 15th versus receivers and 28th versus tight ends. What say you guys you like and don't like? Well, I don't like much in this game. Uh, Chris Olave has been able to be pretty consistent. Uh, he's only missed double digits twice. That was in week one and week 10. Uh, but he only has three touchdowns all season long. But So I think he's going to get at least five catches, 75 yards. 
and finding the end zone will put that number over the top and be a, a valuable play for him. Uh, and I like Chris Godwin for Tampa. He scored two straight weeks. He's got six or more catches in eight of his last nine games. Um, he just seems to be the guy right now, the most dependable guy there for Tampa. Uh, so those are really the only two guys I like. Rashad White has been getting a lot of attention as of late. I'm not in on him this week. I love the Saints defense. Um, and then I don't think this has to be said, but I'll say it anyways. Taysom Hill, not not in on him either. Um, you know, one of these weeks he'll have another 40-point performance, but I don't think it's going to be this week. Yeah, and you're going to kill – it's like I have – I you know, as soon as he had one of the explosions, man, I think in every league I, like, spent all my fab and was like, you made sure I got him. And it's like, you know, I've been waiting ever since for that one magical moment. It just never happened. Like, and it, and it's like you said, it's that week that I'm like, all right, I'm done with you. He's going to go explode. And it's going to be like, ah, that's fantasy for you. All right, let's get on. It's time to talk about our ultimate DFS lineup. I did have my tank top, but I actually forgot when I hit the button. So, uh, all right, Nick, let's go. Let me get your ultimate DFS lineup. Okay, so uh, I went with the big bucks this week. Uh, I went 5,900 on on Trevor Lawrence against Detroit because Detroit is terribly bad on defense. Um, Terrible. Josh Jacobs, everyone said sit him last week, and he just went off for, I don't know, 300 yards. So I spent 7900 on him. I went on a limb for Zeke at 5800 because I think he might have a, another productive game. A.J. Brown, 7800 uh, as far as going up against Tennessee. Now, I said stay away from George Pickens, uh, but for DFS and for PPR at 5100 He's a bargain because he does get targets and he does get in the end zone. Uh, Zay Jones, I believe it was Justin that said, don't play him. He compared him to, to KJ Osborne, but at 4900 bucks, it's, he's kind of worth the gamble. Uh, and then I took in my flex 5200 for, for Christian Watson. He's been now the number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I'm sorry. Karen, Karen Rodgers. Uh, and then Juwan Johnson, uh, he's, He's had one bad week since he's been since he's been playing. When last week, when when he got me zero, douchebag. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I so I picked him again up for thirty four hundred bucks. And again, anybody, any defense, any defense that plays against Russell Wilson, I'm playing them. So I took the Ravens at four thousand, and I'm that's my story, folks, and I'm sticking to it. And apparently the guys in the truck thought the Ravens were playing themselves uh, as well. So, all right, Justin, what is your <laughs> ultimate DFS lineup? Oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so I started off strong with Justin Herbert. Like I said, he has historically got four more fantasy points against the Raiders than he does normally, and that's a pretty high number to begin with. Uh, David Montgomery going in. You know, the entire backfield is his going against the Packers. Been a historically dominant defense, not looking so this year. Um, I think David Montgomery is going to be a big weapon for Justin Fields or Trevor Simeon, whoever ends up playing on uh, Sunday. DeAndre Swift, my guy, 
come on. You need to get into the end zone more than once. You need to get those touches. Eight targets last week was it was a great sign of things to come. I think this is the last week we're going to see DeAndre Swift under $6,000, and that means it's the perfect time to take advantage of it. And then, uh, yeah, he's got 10 points, and DeAndre Swift had 10 points too? Okay. <laughs> we got Brandon Ayuk at 6,100. It's getting juicier and juicier if Debo Samuel does not play on Sunday. So love it. Christian Kirk at 6,300. Once again, you know, this is going to be a possible fantasy bonanza game. Uh, Christian Kirk could easily revert back to the Kirk we saw two weeks ago where he put up 30 points. Uh, I'm all, I'm here for it. And then, you know, uh, our boy Nick said Tyler Lockett. He was my start of the week. Nick doubled down on it. I'm going to triple down on it with my DFS picks and say, let's go, Tyler Lockett, baby. Tear up the Rams, the hapless Rams. Um and that leads into my defense, you know, 3,600 for the Seahawks defense against a L.A. Rams roster. That's what it is. It's a roster now. It's not even a full team. It's just a bunch of guys assembled together and put on the field. Uh, Damian Pierce, I completely agree with Vince. I think this is a rebound game for Pierce. Um, I think that he's going to keep the Texans in this revenge game against um, Deshaun Watson. And I'll finish it off with a Jet. Because J E T S Jets 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 baby, oh, God. and Tyler Conklin, <laughs> um, I mean he had the targets, he had the receptions last week. He just did not get in the end zone. I think he can get in the end zone this week and uh, get fifteen points up instead of eight. Uh, all right, Jordan, let's hear your ultimate DFS lineup. Woo! I went a little bit different than everybody else, but you'll see a little bit of uh, similarities. First of all, I got to mention, I also am on the Tyler Lockett train this week. So let's go and start there. I wanted to pay the tables. Banging the tables. Uh, so I wanted to pay up for some studs. I really wanted a piece of the Chargers Raiders and really wanted a piece of the Chiefs Bengals. So Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Travis Kelsey gave me really good dart throws there. Uh, Garrett Wilson's been on fire without Zach Wilson. And then I kind of had to spin at the bottom of the barrel, so I sacrificed my quarterback position with Jared Goff. I think he could have a good day against the Jaguars. I went with Jalen Warren, who I believe he'll have a good opportunity, especially if Najee misses. And then uh, I uh, went with the Tennessee Titans as my defense. That's probably the one that makes me the most nervous, but you never know on the defensive side of the ball. All right. I like you. I like you. All right, Vince, you're up. Your ultimate DFS lineup. Can you spell what the sports stove is cooking? Uh, Kirk Cousins. 5,700 I thought was a value, so I go there. I'm going all Browns at running back Chubb and Kareem Hunt, taking advantage of the Houston defense. T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, Curtis Samuel, looking for value in these positions. And uh, so I decided to go with that. T. Higgins with a higher price. Uh, Johnson and Samuel a little cheaper. We talked about Dalton Schultz before. Uh, I waded through the waters with him all season, through injuries, through Dak being out. And as soon as that got back, everything was back for him. I'm all in on him as well. As a flex, Travis Kelsey spending big money at that tight end position as well. And I'm going to go the opposite side of this Denver-Baltimore battle. I'm going to give Denver a 2,400. I thought, you know what? Yes, they haven't been as great as they were earlier in the season, 
but Baltimore's not been that great either. So, uh, so I went ahead and went with Denver uh, there as my defense. And Travis Kelsey, I like you guys went there because you literally cannot go wrong with Travis Kelsey this year. That <laughs> is for sure. All right, here's my ultimate DFS lineup. I actually did a little little bit with the Jets as well. Oh, I do great white hope. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. So when we're talking about ultimate DFS, you want to talk about values. Mike White is a great value this week. The Vikings twenty eighth against fantasy QBs. Um, I you know I kind of disagree with Jordan a little bit. I think the Vikings are going to be able to score on this Jets off uh, defense because um, they haven't been very good against the pass as of late. So I do like them to score a lot, and I think that's going to put Mike White in a situation where he's going to have to put up points. So he's a good value at 5,400. I spent up a little bit on the running backs because I like the matchups. Nick Chubb, again, we mentioned Texans are dead last against fantasy uh, running backs. Eagles aren't very good against the uh, fantasy running backs. They're 25th. Um, so I like the matchup for Derrick Henry as well. Christian Kirk, I wanted to get a little bit. We talked about, uh, you know, Jordan, you said you want to get a little bit of those matchups. That that Jag Lions one, I liked Christian Kirk. It's a good value there. Josh Palmer, again, getting in that Chargers game. Like that a lot. We know we're no we we know how bad the Raiders are against the pass and against fantasy receivers. So like that. And again, double dipped with the little sandwich here with the little New York Jets, little Garrett Wilson, fifty three hundred. 28th um, against fantasy receivers, the Vikings are. And then I went with a little pickings. You get a little pickings here. I, don't, I mean, there's t- Atlanta's 29th against fantasy receivers. I like Kenny Pickett to find George Pickens at least a couple times in this game. Um, and that's why I asked you, Justin, about Foster Moreau. That's why I was like, you know, they're 22nd against fa- uh, fantasy tight ends. I like for him to at least see some targets in the red zone. And you know, you know I like the D this week. America's team against the hobbled-ass 49ers offense that got broke-ass Jimmy G and got no running game we're scared of. Can't wait like the Dolphins D at that value. Hey, All right, my bad. My bad. All right, I'm getting a little excited. Get a little excited. That was great. <laughs> hey, I got a text, and I'm asking for a friend. Yes. Would you play the Niners defense this week against the Dolphins? Or would you play the Jets defense this week against Minnesota? So the Niners against the Dolphins or the Jets against Minnesota? I oh man, I, I don't want to answer that. What do you what do you think? Well let's let's ask let's ask Jordan and Vince I, that. I I'm going with the Jets. I want no part of the other side of that. Uh just saying. I uh I want no part of Tyreek Hill. I want no part of Jalen Waddle. Like I avoid Miami at all costs. So give me the Jets. What do you think, Vince? I go opposite. I go Niners just because they have been so consistent on defense this year. It's not to say they won't give up some points uh because that Dolphins offense is good. Uh, I just, to the consistency that they provided this season, they've been shutting people out in the second half, what, four straight weeks or something like that. I'm going to lean that direction, uh, probably just because I, I feel safer with the Niners than I do with the Jets. Yeah, um, you know, that feeling that you have like a big test coming up, you know, that <laughs> yes. yeah. bottom of your tummy. I mean, that's all I feel right now. <laughs> I've been feeling it since Tuesday. This is a big matchup this week. Can't wait. I'm excited for it. Hi. All right, let's thank our guests tonight. 
It's up, my friend. Vince. I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. I couldn't hear you. Um, oh, my bad. Uh, I, hit the, I hit the music too early. The, the outro <laughs> music too early. My bad. Go, go, let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, and get your stuff, my friend. Yeah, so on Twitter and Instagram, social media, at Sports Stove. YouTube, the Sports Stove podcast. Now they've got the usernames or whatever. It's at Sports Stove. Also, uh, the podcast, anywhere you get your podcast, the Sports Stove podcast. Uh, we put out an episode a week, just me and my dad talking sports. And then I put out a local hour every week as well, covering Eastern Kentucky University. And we bring on coaches and players uh, and administrators on as well. I just posted an episode today with head coach Walt Wells from the football team. He had a heart attack uh, four days before oh. the first game of the season. He was coaching by week three. Um, and uh, so we talk a lot about transfer portal, though, some really interesting stuff about transfer portal. So if you're into college football, it's a great listen uh, as well. And uh, every now and then I pop up on bellyupsports.com writing some articles and things like that. Uh, but mainly just find me there at the Sports Stove Podcast. Commission, I do have a question for you if we have time yeah, uh, before, this, before it ends. I got kicked out of a league two weeks ago. Uh, so I'd like to get your thoughts on it at some point. Wait, no, go ahead. How do you get kicked out of a league? What'd you do? Let's hear it. You pull Antonio Brown? What did you do? So so I I made a trade. I was offered to me. Justin Herbert and Tony Pollard were offered to me for Alvin Kamara. So I immediately said yes. Uh, That was on a Friday. The the trade was not going to clear until Tuesday. Sunday, Justin Fields gets hurt that week. And the, the guy who offered me the trade messaged the league manager and said, can you veto the trade? I don't have a quarterback with Justin Fields hurt. And the league manager vetoed the trade. Uh, When I asked why, he said he asked me to, and I I gave it to him. And I said, well, that doesn't seem right. And we made the trade on Friday. You know, bad luck happens. It's the way it works. So I began to trade all my good players to other people in the league and cut all my other players. And then I had no longer had access to sale. So was was I right or was the league manager right? That's what I don't know, Commissioner. Uh, well, I would say this, I, as far as when, when I do, when stuff like that in my league happens, I try to be democratic about it and approach the league about it and make, let the league vote on it. And then whatever the league, you know, takes out of it, um, I say would be good. I mean, in that particular situation, I mean, Ooh, I mean, I can, you got hose, Vince. I think Vince is right, like in that because you've already made the trade. Like the trade was done already. It's not like you know. So you know, just because you had to wait a certain uh, period, like if you're in any other league, the trade would have just happened, where you had yeah. to wait a couple for whatever reason. You guys have to wait a couple. I days think it's because the Thursday game had already that was done, so the week had already started, so it had to wait to clear. Oh, the gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, what do you think? What do you think, Justin? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you definitely got hosed on that one, man. Yeah. Like, it, you, you you couldn't control Justin Fields getting injured on that one. No. You know, you I mean, they, for for any like fantasy player, you got to have a backup plan. And if yes. you do that type of a deal and something happens, you know, it happens, man. Shit happens. And like Commissioner said, you can always take it to the field. You could always be like, hey, like I know this wasn't you know something that was supposed to happen. You know, can we? resend this trade and then rework it and do it maybe later on because obviously he was only out for a week. But, you know, I don't know. At the end of the day, I still think you should be able to put – and now it would be a totally different story if you had that loaded up and you clicked accept right when he got injured. Right. Is what I'm trying to exactly. get at. You right. didn't wait for that. 
you you put it in there and you know shit happens. So right. I mean I don't know. That's that's how I moniker with fantasy football. Shit happens all the time, and as long as you're not being a dick about it, you should be fine. I I could see kicking you out once you did the fire sale. I mean that yeah, I yeah that, was, that, was, that, that was yeah. that you was, were asking for it there. <laughs> yes. yeah. But yeah, on the trade, no, nah, I totally. He says, I'm I'll fix you. you. Gone. Yeah. Gone. I was gonna Gone. I was gonna be a pain Gone. the rest of the season if he didn't get rid of me. So it was I was ready to go at that point. Professor <laughs> yeah. said he was with you until you dropped all your players, Vince. So. <laughs> hey, I made a trade with Kevin uh after <laughs> uh, now, after. He wants, now he wants to boohoo it now. But they reset it. They reset it. That's phenomenal. Jordan, where can everyone subscribe and get all your great stuff, my friend? Everybody knows where to find me at this point, but I would like to ask that after you guys hit the subscribe button on TSS Fantasy and hop up in Santa's sack, come over onto TSF memorabilia slots for your chance to win this Jalen Hurts autograph full-size camo alternative helmet. Ooh. Yes. I'll just buy it. Call Get it this day. Eagles gear the hell out of my house. That- yeah, I got <laughs> I got a couple little things, too. I forgot about that. We got to get a little, like, uh, commercial going for that because that actually is a great I- – uh, I think we will have that locked in tonight for you. So Boom. There we yeah. go. Got to love it. All right, we're going to head out of here. Don't forget to check us out on Sunday morning. Wake up with TSS 8 a.m. We'll have all of – well, Jay's not in this week, so we're going to have the commission's plugs of the week. That'll be interesting. And we're going <laughs> to – might be actually reliable. <laughs> Maybe. They might actually get a couple. Fantasy Jesus will be in the house. Uh, we'll have lots of great stuff. The injuries, the weather, all that great stuff indeed. So make sure you check us out. Hit the subscribe button. You know you want to get on Santa Sack. We do appreciate it. Vince is sponsored by Cheez-Its now. <laughs> good luck this weekend. It is week 13, and good luck in your matchups. But we'll see you Sunday morning. We appreciate you, and we are out. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.